Hey guys, this is Din. And this is Rish. And welcome to Z-Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast. We have a really great lineup for you guys this month. Uh, we have some theorizing and we have some other discussion that we haven't really gotten to before. There seems to be a bit of a focus on future Zelda, which is intriguing because Skyward Sword comes out in a few days. Or if you're in Europe, you probably already have it. And are playing it and not actually listening to the podcast right now. We hope you guys still have time to listen to us. But if you don't, I understand. I don't know if Din does, but I understand. Play us in the background. I don't know if I would play us in the background. I'd be busy playing Skyward Sword. I know, me too. (laughs) (laughs) See, guys, it just takes a little bit of convincing to get the truth. All right, well... Let's go to our first section. Alright, so first up we have Rule of Your Face, and he's going to be talking to us about hardware. Wii U opportunities. Now there's a good topic. I was going to say it's about time somebody's talking about the hardware behind the software that we all love. For sure. Um, It's going to be a great segment. Future Zelda. Hello, this is Ruler Face, and today I wanted to talk about the capabilities for future Zelda titles on the new Wii U platform. Uh, I've seen from the Wii U Tech demo that they seem to be gearing towards the uh, inventory system on the controller screen, but I actually think that that's not what they're going to go for in the end because what we've seen from Spear Tracks Panama Hourglass is that they've used the touchscreen to actually control Link and where I thought back then they would just use that as an inventory screen too but now I'm kind of thinking that they're going to do something that is completely different than that because what we saw at a space where well I didn't see it because I was like five years old but was a realistic-ish Link fighting Ganondorf and then we got the Wind Waker and then we see this tech demo and lots of fans are expecting that in the future but I have a feeling that we're going to get something not even slightly similar to that. And in terms of the controls, I think that that is also going to change with the technology. I could just throw a few ideas out there where um, they could use the touchscreen not to control Link's weapons, but to control the environment around him. Like, let's just say that there's a little, kind of like a volume slider, except for, um, I don't know, time. And you can move that with your finger and then you can manipulate time just extremely fast without having to play a song or... Or anything like that and you could control the things around you with the touchscreen or or you could do something and go even further where you could stream link onto the touchscreen and have him play there but in a different setting because you because lots of times in Zelda games you'll have two different settings like the uh, the in a link to the past you had the uh, the dark realm I think or yeah the dark realm and in a Ocarina of Time, you have the future in the past, and and so on. So I would think that you know they could do something with that, or maybe there's just there's so many things that they could do besides just put on an inventory system and your health and all that. Because I think that's what a lot of other developers are thinking of right now. I uh, read on the 3DS blog that when they ported Darksiders 2, the one thing they talked about that they could benefit with the Wii U is that the inventory system is extremely complex in that game and it would be easy to navigate with the Wii U controller but that doesn't mean that Legend of Zelda has to go that route with the controller's screen and they it also seems to follow a trend Zelda games and the technology that 
the Zelda games are on because when the Wii came out, they hadn't planned Twilight Princess to be on it, but they put it on it and they also added the features of the motion control because they because it was available and they took that opportunity so they decided to put that in. And the big thing with the Nintendo DS when it was new was the touchscreen. That was what made it so revolutionary at the time. So they put the gameplay on the touchscreen. So with the Wii U controller, that's the new thing. That's something that hasn't been done in a Zelda game before, is ha having that option available. So I think that I, I can almost guarantee that the next Zelda game will utilize the touchscreen for gameplay elements rather than just an inventory and health because because Zelda games tend to be different from regular adventure games they always seem to do something new and innovative that always makes that other games follow and if The Legend of Zelda were to stick with what they always do the series would grow stale that's why with Skyward Sword they added motion controls that are better than any other game out there and I assume that after Skyward Sword comes out, it will be extremely successful and popular, and lots of other game developers will try to copy that like they have with other Zelda games and make great motion-controlled games after you know, such a long period of time with the Wii. I mean, we've had games like Red Steel and things like that, but Skyward Sword, I think, could pave a path. It's kind of a shame that it didn't come out earlier because the Wii is kind of dying and the new Wii U controller will probably replace the Wii controller, but that's besides the point. I think that Zelda has a incredible opportunity to change gaming again with the Wii U, and they're probably going to do it with Skyward Sword, and the Wii U will just be another giant step forward in the Legend of Zelda series. Thank you, Rule of Your Face. Um, that was a great segment. I Tons of stuff we learned. You know what? It's about time that somebody started talking about the hardware behind the software. Because everybody goes on about graphics and this and that, which is awesome. But nobody ever talks about the system anymore. No, I totally agree. And even, we're also focused on Skyward Sword. And yeah, Skyward Sword's totally exciting. But, you know, we're thinking long term too now. Because Skyward Sword is here, basically. Here. And now we're going to look forward to... What's after that? It's exciting, and I can't wait to even hear what's after Skyward Sword. It'll be awesome. Let's move on to our next section. Alright, so now we have Agrophobia, and uh, he is going to talk about how other games can have an influence on future Zelda titles. Ooh, that sounds good. I can think a lot. Alright, so let's get to it. Thank you, Din and Rish, and hi little guys from Z-Talk and Zelda Dungeon. This is Agrophobia from the forums, and I'm here to talk about influences from other games that future Zelda games could possibly take advantage of. Uh, only a few games, um, of course, if anybody else has any other ideas please let me know or anyone else know. Um, first, I was actually going to talk about Demon's Souls, a popular game from 2009, I believe, and a new one coming out this year. Um, what Demon's Souls has that Zelda, I think, could influence from, and in fact, be, have more variety for, is 
the ability to customize Link to a further degree with perhaps armor. Um, in Twilight Princess, for example, we had the ability to switch tunics, well, and Zara's tunic and whatnot, and uh, other games as well. But imagine having the ability to combine multiple different tunics uh, for multiple abilities. Um, say, uh, a Zora's tunic to swim better, but having something from the Gorons to be able to run underwater instead of just walk slowly with those heavy boots, or something of that nature. Basically combining a bunch of the armors uh, to mix and match to you know for cosmetic appeal as well as different abilities. Um, that being said, another thing from Demon Souls I think that could influence Zelda in a positive way, and this is kind of controversial, but it's never been done, but could work still, is the ability to customize your Link and as far as skills and whatnot, like including stamina, attack power, uh, health of course with hearts, and uh, luck. So instead of uh, just getting a heart, heart piece and uh, replenishing your health and getting another heart added to your overall health, how about the ability to use that heart to a certain uh, meter. Uh, you could increase your stamina or have it go towards your attack power or of course your health with the hearts or have it usable for luck so that when you're slicing grass or anything of that sort you can get better rupees, a higher number of rupees or a 20 rupee instead of a 10 or anything of that sort. Uh, just an idea of course. Um, another game I think that's uh, a new, the, well the next Zelda, if not the obviously Skyward Sword will be out soon. Uh, would be Shadow of the Colossus, uh, specifically the exploration part. Uh, one thing that I think that game did very well was giving you a lot to see, but with no explanation towards it. Now, of course, you know everybody likes their connecting games and connecting stories and hints to other games and whatnot, which is great. I love that stuff too. But imagine being able to explore like a part of Hyrule that's never been seen before or has history simply by the cosmetic look and no nothing else. No documents, no characters explaining it or anything of that sort. Just symbols, even if they're just symbols that refer to other games or, or areas that are reminiscent from previous games that would just, you know, basically give you, making you draw your own conclusions, uh, but still giving you the ability to, you know, think of a million things just by cosmetic appearance. Uh, but that's just Shadow of the Classes. I had another one for Shadow, but I think it fits into another game I have coming. Uh, my next game, uh, which is that game I was talking about, is Uncharted. One one thing Uncharted does, I think, that better than most games, including, I was going to say Shadow, but Uncharted does better, is uh, climbing, uh, scaling walls, uh, reaching, uh, anything of that sort. Uh, it has better animation, and it's it seems faster. Uh, one thing I hated about Twilight Princess is how repetitive and how slow it, slowly it took to um, climb from one into another, or climbing a vine and having Link do those stiff animations of moving each limb independently. Whereas if you play Uncharted, it's fluid. It's he's fast. He's you know he can jump from one end to another quickly. It's and that also coincides with my next thing for Uncharted, which would be a better reaction animation. Uh, now apparently when Link climbs. A boulder now in Skyward Sword, uh, or something he can't really reach that's a little higher, he'll push off, push off the the side of a wall or something to jump a little higher, which is great. But imagine having Link react more, uh, kind of akin to what the Wind Waker Link was doing. Um, not, but not just facial animation reaction, um, whole body reaction uh, to an explosion, or not just him falling back and then getting back up. 
like dusting himself off or something. Like it was cool to have have him uh, sheath his sword when he would defeat an enemy or a certain enemy in Twilight Princess, but something that's just gives him more character but without going over the top. You know, obviously Wind Waker went a little bit over the top, but it had the perfect art style for it, so it fit perfectly. But uh, if you were to go a realistic approach, obviously that wouldn't work so well. It was kind of silly, but just better animation and body reaction to different things going on I think would be awesome. Uh, my final game is Red Dead Redemption. Uh, why I like uh, Red Dead Redemption is because there's always something going on. It always feels like no matter, even though tech does take place in the Old West and there's not much going on, what is going on with the people in the cities or the towns um, seems like they're actually doing something, not just standing there and selling stuff there it looks like they're communicating they're talking to each other at times or they're acknowledging you anything of that sort it to me uh, you know any rockstar game actually would do well to that but red dead redemption specifically has awesome atmosphere as far as that goes you don't just feel like you're visiting a town and they're the the mailman is selling mail again or giving mail selling mail cheese or anything of that sort um just something that gives more fluidity to the fact that it's a living, breathing world. And that includes if something happens. Like if Ganon's taken over Hyrule for seven years, I don't want to go to a town and have him, oh, how happy and joy, or just simply just talk about it. I want him to be legitimately scared and hesitant and anything, you know, just making it more impactful to what the situation is in Hyrule, whether it's a good situation or bad situation. Uh, now I've been running my mouth for a few minutes now. Uh, I do thank you guys for this opportunity to talk, and uh, back to you guys. You're welcome, and you don't have to thank us. We want to have everybody on our podcast, so thank you for um, submitting your segment, Agoraphobia, and it was a great segment. I've got to agree with you on the part, especially about Red Dead Redemption, where everybody is kind of leery of you at first and whatnot so i mean that would be awesome to add to a zelda title instead of hey you're new here's all my problems take them fix them yay i am too lazy to catch my <laughs> own cuckoos please help me <laughs> she gets goosebumps okay i don't think goosebumps are a good excuse for being that lazy It's time for the mailbag! Alright guys, so uh, before we get started, uh, we just have a quick announcement to make. Um, if any of you have sent us Skyward Sword questions here in the past, we're actually not going to answer those if it's anything about game itself because, well, that's coming out. And most of it has been published on the news page. So we're just going to go quick through some of the other ones and try to get through a bunch today. Alright, so the first one comes from uh, Dante Link Cloud, and the question is, are you guys ninjas? Heck yeah! Well, not me, but Rish is. That's why we call him a Shiika, or Shikia, wherever you want to pronounce it. <laughs> next question! Alright, the next question is from MV, and it is, what are your thoughts on the split timeline? Do you agree with this theory or not? If not, please explain why. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Nintendo has basically confirmed that it's true. 
and it totally makes sense to me. How about you? Uh, it's the only way that it really does work for me. Now, remember guys, this is our personal ideas on it, and we're not really theorists. Not timeline theorists. Yeah, so if you want to talk to somebody about that, Axel's better at that kind of stuff. For sure. So the next one is from Matthew Romero. Pardon me if I said that wrong. And it is, do you think that there is going to be a Zelda game in which at the end Link is fighting the main enemy, Ganon or whoever, and that he's going to get stabbed in the arm or something where he can't continue to fight but still wins? Well, I think that it's possible. I think that they do that in movies quite a lot, and they've done that in the past Zelda games. I mean, in Ocarina of Time, the Master Sword was knocked away and all hope seemed lost, but, you know, you still come back and you still win. So, I can see it. I doubt Link will be physically injured, but... Well, I think he could be, but purely because there is the idea of the split timeline, right? If he ends in one spot, he just begins in another. So, that's totally a possibility. Uh, the next one is from Kumatora23. Pardon me if I mispronounced that. Kumatora? Yes. Okay. That was my, my guess at it. Anyway, uh, The first question is, which one of us, between Din and I, are going to get Skyward Sword first? Me. And who's going to finish it first? Me. And <laughs> who's going to hog the game system? Me. Yeah, so <laughs> I will try, but it's probably going to end up I get to play it when she's asleep or locked in a closet or, you know, what. however. When I'm done. Yeah, sure. You can watch. And the uh, next question is, what is the best dungeon and item out there? Uh, my favorite item is the double claw shot from Twilight Princess. The best dungeon changes for me based on my, my feelings of the day. Today, I would probably pick the Twilight Palace from Twilight Princess. See, I gotta say, uh, the city in the sky. But I also do like the double claw shot. Because it's awesome. Because it is awesome. And, um, besides Link, who is the best character ever seen in a Zelda game? Well, who's your favorite character, Rish? Uh, for me, this one's pretty apparent. Uh, Let me guess. Sure. Sheik or Sheik? Whichever way you want to pronounce it, I like that. Him, her, it, the best. <laughs> My favorite, you guys already know, is Tingle. Oh, dear. <laughs> next question. Okay, the next one from Peter John is, um, what are the stones with the eyes on them used for? Now, we're not entirely sure which stones you mean, but we have a guess that you mean... Gossip Stones. The Gossip Stones from Orcarina of Time. There's two different ones. The um, In the original game, the smaller ones are used for several different things. You can blow them up and make them change color and make them blast off like rockets just for fun. Or release fairies. They also tell the time and they also tell you little hints about the game and about storyline if you wear the Mask of Truth and talk to them. Um, in Ocarina of Time 3D, the really big ones... You can crawl inside, and they'll tell you what you're supposed to do next in the game. So they're almost like a help system when you have no help system. Alright, so the next one is from Colonel Majora 777. Oh, some our, of you is some our of, current champ. That's right. 
Some of you have said it's Colonel Majora. I'm okay either, or it's pronunciation. Guess thing. what? We're Canadian. Deal with it. <laughs> okay. And uh, the first question is, with the HD capability of the Wii U, what do you think of future Zelda games graphics will be like? Cell shading, Twilight Princess graphics, or something new? Um, I think we're probably going to see an enhancement of Twilight Princess graphics. The demo that we did see was pretty epic and was very much Twilight Princess-esque with the embellishments here and there. Um, I think it's also possible to add the 3D that they've done with the, the 3DS. Um, I doubt they'd go back to cell shading, but Toon Link has quite a popular fan base now, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did. We might find something like Skyward Sword that's kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, I think it all really depends. I Personally, I think it's going to lean more towards realism, but there is always a possibility, right? And the second question is, what types of actions in Zelda games do you think the Wii U could help with? Personally, I think going through your inventory, a, a little map screen, that would mm. be awesome if I didn't have to constantly pause to see the entire map. Definitely. I think that in a lot of ways the Wii U will kind of be like the DS, just bigger. where You're going to have an inventory and a map screen. Um, I also think that when they were showing in the, um, the Wii U demo, not, not of, not of the, the Zelda game, but of the Wii U itself, with the throwing stars, they could probably do something like that with um, arrows or a hookshot. Or something along those lines. The next question comes from Sawyer. Um, what is each of your opinions on the art style of Skyward Sword? Is it good or bad? How could Nintendo improve? Do you think that Nintendo is going the right direction with the art style that they are using in Skyward Sword? Um, I think they are going in the right direction. Personally, once again, I'd like a little bit more realism. But you know what? I could, I could handle the art style that they're doing now. It's real, but it's slightly cartoonish, just enough to kind of make everybody happy, I think. Um, in my opinion, I'm not quiet about this. I I love Twilight Princess's graphics. I like dark graphics. I like gritty graphics, and I like really real graphics. Um, Assassin's Creed, um, the Assassin's Creed games have some of the best graphics, in my opinion, in terms of my, what I like, and Twilight Princess really had that, so... Um, I'd like it to be darker and more real, but that's okay. All right, and the last question we're going to get to this time, or do we have more time? Dude? Yeah, we have more time. Oh, we have more time. We'll awesome. More time. All right. Anyways, um, the next one we're going to get to is from God of Awesome. That's a pretty awesome name. <laughs> um, is hey guys, I love your podcasts, and I was wondering, what are your notes for the Scarecrow song? I'll what? give you guys a hint. That's an awful song. Yeah, but it's easy to remember. Well, mine isn't that more much more creative. Mine goes around in a circle. A down, left, up, right, down, A until it stops. Until it stops. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and the other question from God of Awesome. God of Awesome. Um, is if you could have any Zelda item, what would it be? Well, it would probably be my favorite item, the double claw shot. Though, I, uh, I don't know. Having the Ocarina of Time would be pretty sweet, too. <laughs> That's true. You know what? I would, 
I'd have to say, you know what would be a really crazy item just to have and people would be like, what is going on when you used it? What? That, that uh, top thing. The spinner. The spinner from uh, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. Just riding around on that down the street, people would be like, what is going on? You'd be running off the sides of cars. It'd be great. Um, the next one is from Paul Smith. And he asks, if Link had a last name, what would it be? Oh, well, there's a good question. Um, Link... Um, I got nothing. That's a hard one, eh? Link um, Link. No, that's probably not very good. Link Rishian. Um, okay, fine. Um, I got nothing. I'm sorry. I got nothing. Okay. And uh, the last one we're going to hit up here is from Nehru. Nairu? How do you say that? I say it, Nehru. Okay, Nehru. Uh, it's actually a two questions. Uh, the first one is, if you could have any Legend of Zelda boss as your personal oh, bodyguard, oh. who would you pick and why? But you cannot choose the final bosses. Oh, oh, oh. Now there's a good question. Morpha. Yeah, that's a good one. I would probably pick, like, Twin Mold. <laughs> See, I would choose Morpha because it could pick people up and either drown them or throw them into conveniently placed spike strips. Or like Twin Rova. Yeah, but she just argues with herself. Virus! That's another really good one. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> okay, and the second question is... If you could have any item from any Legend of Zelda game, what would you pick and why? I guess we kind of had that question already, didn't we? We kind of answered that one already. So, uh, refer to the questions before. And that's all the time we have for our mailbag, guys. We tried to <laughs> squeeze a whole bunch in. I'm sorry if we haven't got to your question yet. We promise we will go through all of them, unless it was a Skyward Sword question, because you know what? It's going to be out here in a few days, and most of the information that you're looking for is available on the website. Yeah, so sorry it took so long, guys. But you know what? Keep those questions coming in, because we're hoping to fire through all these older ones so we can have lots of new ones. And remember, voice... Voice mailbag questions get priorities if you send us a voice mailbag question you'll be on the next podcast for sure all right guys so thanks very much for listening to the mailbag we'll move on to our next section all right so next up we have venom 5051 and he is going to be talking to us about Orcarina of Time. Hello, my name is Matthew, or Venom5051, on the Zelda Dungeon forums. If you want to add me as a friend, you can go ahead and do that. I'd appreciate it very much. What I want to talk about today is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time being one of the best Zelda games there ever is. Now, many people think or consider it Ocarina of Time to be the best Zelda game there is. And someone would even go out of their way to say it's the best game in the world. And I think this is because Ocarina of Time had a lot of good things going for it. Now, of course, there were some flaws in the game, but the majority of the game was more good than, than there was bad. Now, Ocarina of Time was originally list on, released on the Nintendo 64. And the Nintendo 64 brought all games really to... A 3D perspective and so with this 
and the graphics were even much better than the 2D as well, so back then it was like Twilight Princess graphics. And since you had a 3D visual, you their whole fighting style was much different. I really believe it's what the fans wanted to see in the Zelda series. Now, personally, I like the game Zelda for the story. Now, we gotta learn a lot more in Ocarina of Time than what we did in the previous games. What I mean is by the Triforce, we just knew in the beginning game it was like a power source, really, in that Zelda spread it into eight units. But in this game, you actually got to see how the Triforce was made and exactly how the land was made as well. Um, now, we also got to learn... Now, the game also wanted you to know what was happening next. So you always wanted to think, what could happen? Why is Zelda missing? Why? Where is she? And... That story made it very continuous and it was like the game wanted you to keep playing it and not putting it down. And that's very good for a game to do. And now, from all the past games, you only had very basic characters. And Ocarina of Time, you had several new races. And like, you got the Kokiri, you got the Gorons, you got the Zoras, you got Sheikah, the Gerudus, and the Hylians. And that just made a big difference from the other games. Really because you only had Link and Zelda and these village people. And now you've got all these new races from Ocarina of Time. Um, and now also in Ocarina of Time, you had a lot more mini-games and side quests. Now, I know that other games had many games and side quests but I think Ocarina of Time really brought it together and Ocarina of Time had pieces of heart that I know were in several other games before it but I think it really brought it into a new way because of the 3D graphics and everything um you also had the gold skatulas and now that was a big deal, I guess, back then. You gotta collect all these things. Now, one of my personally favorite side quest items was the ice arrows. I thought they were awesome. I also liked the fire arrows, dance fire, warp points, and everything like that. I thought that was a great addition, and also it's in a mini game, so you had like two in one, two birds with one stone. You also got the side, the golden scale, and I think it's called the silver scale. And you got those from doing mini games as well. So that was also in a way bringing things together. Um, you also got the wallet, and I don't know if they accomplished this in other games before, but you actually got to make your wallet bigger or smaller saying that you could collect more rubies and really I like to collect rubies so I could buy a lot of stuff now really the big thing now is of course da -da -da -da, putting it on the 3DS now we have the much better graphics and 
we also, it's like the graphics now are like Twilight Princess, and I don't know about you guys, but Twilight Princess graphics was my favorite art style of them all. I know that a lot of people say it was dark, but I'm not talking about the darkness, I'm talking about how realistic it looks like, and that's what Ocarina of Time seemed to accomplish. Well, Ocarina of Time 3D, I mean. And now you also got the boss battles. Um, I think they only did this in Spirit Tracks. But I would keep on playing those bosses and bosses over and over again because I loved playing them. I hated, like, on Phantom Hourglass, the first game, Zelda game I ever played. Or after I beat the boss, I never got to play it again. And it was kind of sad in a way. I would have to create a whole new file to play the bosses if I wanted to. Now, the Master Quest. I never really get experience this one. I only played it on the N64 about a week ago. Not the virtual console, so I actually got to play it on the real thing, which made it kind of good for me. But the Master Quest, it seems like it's a big thing for me, personally, because taking more damage is awesome because it makes it harder to play than what it was originally and you got the whole thing reversed so it's new it seems like and now I think Nintendo did a good job by keeping it the way it was I did not personally think it needed to be changed at all so that's my segment I hope you guys have a good day and go back to Den and Rush. Thank you for your views, uh, Venom5051. Uh, we appreciate your opinion of Ocarina of Time. the Keaton quiz. Hello everyone and welcome to the Keaton quiz. This is ZTalk's Talks Game Show where two contestants are asked 10 questions from three different categories. The Legend of Zelda where they must show their knowledge of the games in the series, Z-Tunes where they must name the title of a song and what game the song is from, and Zelda Dungeon where they show their knowledge of our website. Legend of Zelda and Zelda Dungeon questions are worth one point each. Z-Tunes questions are worth two points, one for the correct title and one for the correct game. Contestants have 15 seconds to buzz in and 15 seconds after buzzing to answer a question correctly. If a contestant buzzes before the question has been read in its entirety, the remainder of the question will not be read. If a contestant buzzes in and hesitates for more than the 15 seconds or gives a wrong answer, his or her opponent may steal a chance at the question. At this time, the question may be reread. The winner of the game becomes the champion and moves on to the next round to challenge a new opponent. Alright, so this time on the Keaton Quiz, we have the returning champion, Colonel Majora Triple Seven. Hey, how's it going? And I'm just gonna call it call you Colonel this time. Cool. 
All right, and we have Link. What's up? We have Link, like... Well, I don't know if it's THE Link, because this Link speaks, but I mean... It's Link. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Okay. <coughs> Alright, so Colin, can I hear what your buzzer sounds like, please? Alright. Alright, <laughs> and Link, can we hear your buzzer? Beautiful. Love it, guys, I love it. Link's gonna. This is gonna be the first time Link is gonna lose. Oh. Uh, I'm ever. No, I beat Majora the first time I played him. Oh! It's on now. <laughs> Alright, guys, so both of you ready to go? Yep. Let's go. Alright. Question number one. Category, Legend of Zelda. What item's name and appearance changed in the conversion of Ocarina of Time to the 3D remake? Colonel. Um, the Stone of Agony... And, uh, um... Oh, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's correct? Okay. Yeah. I thought you said items. No, right, yeah. like items, name. Sorry, I thought you wanted what oh, okay. it changed to. Right. No, no, I just, I thought yeah. if they gave us either answer. No, that's correct. And it's the right, Stone cool. of Agony, and they changed it to the Shard of Agony. Yay. Ooh, for rewording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Colin got our first point. Question number two. Category Z Tunes. Name the title of this song. Oh, Colonel. The Potion Shop from Wind Waker. Let me just double check that. Can you, Can you be more specific? Well. The. Can you give me uh. his name? Oh, his name? Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? Oh, jeez. No, I don't know his name. Okay. Link, can you give me the correct answer? I believe it's the uh, potion shop in the Forest Haven. I don't remember what the little guy's name is, though. Guy's name? Okay. It's it, both. It's it on wind. Zunari's store. Zunari's? Oh. Do you yeah. recognize the name? Yeah. Okay. From the Wind Waker. Alright. Alright. So, so, I had a shot at a theme song. Okay, well, uh -huh. we won't give a point for that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Category, Legend of Zelda. Who says this line? Well, it is true. I did defeat the Gorons in a contest of strength and earned their trust. Colonel was first. Uh, Bo, the mayor of Orden. That is correct. So Colonel's up to two. All Although right. Link did try. Yes. It was close. Finally got one answer. <laughs> Almost. Okay, question number three. Category, Zelda Dungeon. Which two staff members are married? Anybody? 
Colonel? I have no idea, so I'm gonna guess Din and Rish. <laughs> that is incorrect. No, no, we that, are not married. That is incorrect. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Wild stab. Okay, um, Link? Um, which two staff members are married? Like married to each other or married? No, married general? to each other. Oh, uh. Not to I the job. <laughs> Sorry, I got nothing. Alright, that's okay. The um, correct answer are Caleb and Michelle Simpson. Really? Yeah, they actually have wedding photos up on the staff page. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's cute. Cute. Okay. <laughs> Question number four. Category Legend of Zelda. In the Oracle of Ages trading sequence, what item do you receive in trade for the cheesy mustache? <laughs> Colonel. Um, I'm just going to guess the pineapple. No, that is incorrect. Link, in the Oracle of Ages trading sequence, what item did you receive in trade for the cheesy mustache? I've never really played this game, but I'm going to guess uh, the bow and arrow. <laughs> no, that yeah, is incorrect. Kinda, Here's the cheesy mustache. I'll take that expensive looking bow and arrow, please. <laughs> the answer was... Uh, the. The funny joke. The funny joke. Funny joke? Yeah, you you trade the cheesy mustache for a funny joke. It's good stuff. Cheesy mustache sounds like a funny joke. That's Oracle of Ages for you. <laughs> yeah, they, they really stretched for that one. All right, um, question number five. Category, Z-Tunes. Name the title of this song. Oh. Colonel. The Mayor's Office from... Majora's Mask. Ah, stop it. There we go. That's, That's correct. correct. For two points. Before they're even full. Because I'm just a big old geek like that. <laughs> so am I, but I don't get it that much. <laughs> I play the game. And uh, Colonel's got a hefty lead at four, four points already. But it's never too late to come back. Nope. As we've seen. Okay, question number six. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In what game was the rock's feathers first introduced? Colonel. <laughs> Link's Awakening. That's that correct. Is correct for five I'm so points. sorry, Link. <laughs> All good, hey. For the first time, Link is being beaten up pretty bad. By Majora. I, I, got, I got hit the first time I played Majora. That's, that's it. <laughs> well, you're playing him for the first time again. <laughs> I have a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always the chance. Okay. Question number seven. Category, Zelda Dungeon. Who on ZD's staff is, quote unquote, the image man? Link. I'm just going to take a stab at this and say, Caleb. No, that is incorrect. Caleb's our walkthrough man. Oh. So, Colonel. Um. Who on ZD's staff is known as the, the image, image Man? man. Oh, I've seen 
Front page. I know where that is. Oh. <laughs> Five seconds remaining. Hurry. Guess the real green. No, that is incorrect. The correct answer answer is actually Steve. Steve. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's a very creative <laughs> forum name. Okay. I have never heard of him. I, 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 I don't know the staff members that well. Go to the staff yeah, page. Well, I've not heard of them. Study the staff page, everybody. Hint, hint. I will. Before you come on <laughs> the Keaton quiz. Okay. Question number eight. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In the original Legend of Zelda, how many sword upgrades are there and... Oh, crap. Colin <laughs> Oh, I don't know the second question. Okay, um, there's three upgrades. There, there's two upgrades, and it's two from the wood so wooden sword to the white sword to the magical sword. That's right. That is correct. However, ah. you didn't give us the whole answer, unfortunately, because you didn't get to hear the whole question. Oh. Um. Link. So Link. Overambitious. <laughs> In the original Legend of Zelda. How many sword upgrades are there, and how many heart containers are needed to get them? Uh, oh, oh, I know I this. Know <laughs> so you the already know. Sword is the first one you get. You don't need. You just need the complete heart containers that you have. The the uh, white sword takes eight heart containers, and the magical sword takes twelve heart containers. What? That's actually incorrect. For the white sword, you need five, five. heart containers, oh. not eight. However, you did get the as second... a note, you did guess the second part. Twelve is correct. 12. <laughs> oh, guys, that was that was. You're jumping the gun a touch. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. Okay. <laughs> Hurting both of us. <laughs> <laughs> you had a chance. <laughs> You didn't take it. <laughs> All right, oh, guys. Question number nine. Category Z Tunes. Name the title of this song. <laughs> Colonel? I buzzed like three times. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um,. What is her name? Oh my lord. Five seconds, Five seconds. remaining. Oh, Phantom Hourglass, she's a pirate. She... What's her name? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Link. What this is... is a great one, because I know this one. It's Jolene's theme from Phantom uh, Hourglass. That is correct for, for two, two points. points. Link is on the board. <laughs> Yay. How much am I losing by? Three. Four. Three. Three. Sorry. Three. <laughs> However, there's one question, question left, <laughs> and it's only worth one. However, we still oh. want you to try. Because we, we play our games out anyway. So, you can close your, your lead, or close the lead. You can close the gap between yeah, the two of you. that's the word I wanted. Thank you. Question number 10. Category, Legend of Zelda. The boss of the first dungeon in Majora's Mask was titled what? Colonel. Odola. 
Can you be more? Can you be oh, more specific? Oh, Can you give um, me the title of the boss? Um, masked dancer Odoa. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> close. Link, Almost. can you give me the right answer? I hope I can. I think it's Odawa the Masked Jungle Warrior. Yeah! That is correct. Yes, it is! However, in the end, for the yeah. final score, it's Colonel, Colonel Majora 5 and Link 3. Well, you would still be, like, at 4. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd be closer. You guys did great! That was awesome! It was a lot of fun! That, that was a good comeback, Link. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. I, I would have felt bad if I just widened the, the, the gap between our Oh, scores. so he just let let that question go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, well, good game, guys. Thank you both so much. I hope you had fun. Yep. For sure. And we will see Colonel Majora again for his third Keaton quiz now. Next cool. month. Jeez, we got like, like a, a new cinnamon, cinnamon playing here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hopefully somebody can take down Colin on the Jura, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks again, guys. You're welcome. No problem. See you later. Yep. Bye. Bye. That's all we have time for today here on Talk. We hope you guys have a great next couple days, weekend, whatever you want to call it, playing Skyward Sword. And uh, we hope to see you guys next month. Guess what next month is? Christmas, right? Christmas! Oh dear. <laughs> not again. Oh, I'll try not to scream in your ear this time, guys. I promise. And uh, also next month we'll be talking about Skyward Sword because we'll all have had a chance to play it. Well, maybe not all, but... I'm not going to have a chance. I will! That's because you're going to hog the game system. Get used to it. Alright, fine then. <laughs> Alright guys, this is Din. And this is Rish. And this was Z Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast. Thanks for listening.